The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, February 26th. Heck, it's going to be turkey season before you know it. That's just coming up next month. We'll tell you all about it. We've got a great show for you today. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing hooks up with us first. He's out Delta Sturgeon today. He's running every day. And you best be booking your trips now if you want to get on board with one of the best sturgeon anglers in the state. Mike Ogney hooks up with us. He's talking about the real magic, the rockfish opener, surf perch, all kinds of stuff going on out in his neck of the woods. And we'll head over to Bodega Tackle and hook up with the owner out there. Ken Brown will be sharing what's happening as far as the rockfish Preparation. Live minnows are available out there for all the guys fishing lakes. We'll get into that in detail. Captain Steve Mitchell hooked up sport fishing. He's chasing Delta Sturgeon too. And then Alan Fong joins us today from Fisherman's Warehouse. What's hot and what's not with their great, he's got a four pound test mystery fish on his YouTube channel. You might want to take a look at the battle that he had. He'll tell you about it here live on the show. Four pound test, 17 pound fish. I hope he let it go. We'll find out right after this, I'm sure. Captain James Netzel, he's out chasing stripers in the Delta today. We're going to talk about different techniques and rigging and locations out there. He says it's a lot more than just putting lines in the water if you want to hook up. Steve Carson's back from a big sports show. He's going to tell us about the Fred Hall Show cancellation down there. One of the biggest has been canceled in Southern California, and he's got some great Cal Dawn trips he'll tell you about coming up. Jim Seichow, that's right, the fishing addict, the crappie expert as far as I'm concerned. He's got a great channel called Fishing Addict on YouTube. You've got to check it out. One of the top crappie fishermen, he and his wife, Mon, are just great fishermen out there when it comes to crappie, and I don't think anybody's out fishing them. He'll tell you some of his secrets and what he does to intercept these fish. And Travis Morgan from Guns Fishing and other stuff's got some great stuff about turkey season, rockfish opener, and a whole lot more coming up, including the Big Dixon California Waterfowl Association dinner. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us with all kinds of opportunities for Northern California sportsmen. Let's waste no time. Let's head to the water. Let's climb on board with Right Hook Sport Fishing's Captain Jay Lopes, one of the best when it comes to sturgeon fishing in Northern California. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You've been fishing all week. Tell our listeners what's going on out there. Well, we have been out all week, and the springtime bite has definitely taken off. Um, we anticipate this action every year, and it's not letting us down, uh, especially the action we've seen the last few days. So uh, it's game on. We're going to have a great um, you know, few more weeks here. Absolutely. You know, I, when I talked to you a couple of days ago and set everything up for the show, you had a couple of fish on, a couple of monsters that were hooked, too. Tell our listeners about the oversize that you're seeing out there. Yeah, there's some big fish uh, definitely starting to bite. Uh, Pete Spitzer from uh, Braun de Pratt Ford, he caught one, uh, I don't know, about seven foot or so, and it actually was spooling him. I had to attach another rod to the fish because it took off about 250 yards in line, and I had to attach another rod. We threw that rod in, got it on a second rod. And we no, ended wait up a minute, wait a minute. You tossed a rod into the water for a Rod Duprat Ford guy? 
I did. Great I sponsors, did. boy. That's what I call an <laughs> ideal captain taking care of my sponsors. I thought you, yeah, were, I thought no, you kokety guys were unsure of the concept there. So. No, no, I'm well aware. It's quite yeah. an investment when you toss one over the rail. Yeah, it is. Did oh, you back. get it back? Yeah. Did you get it back? We did. We did. We got it back, and uh, Pete uh, got the fish, and it was just a, a really aggressive, hard-fighting, big old seven-foot fish, and uh, we did get the fish. And, and uh, we, the reason why we attached the rod to that fish is because I didn't want to lose my spot. So some guys will pick up and chase it down. We'll just throw a rod in. And, you hear that, folks? He'll throw away a $500 rod and reel just not to lose his parking space out there on the water. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, I'm sure he had 80-pound test attached to that one before he threw it overboard, too. Yeah, we did. Definitely did. Well, Jay, what seems to be the best bite out there? Is it still row, or are they hit, starting to hit some other things, too, as bait becomes I, a little more available? Yeah, bait is definitely coming more available. I think uh, any type of bait, the guys are catching them on ghost shrimp, lamprey eels fishing. We're still fishing our salmon row. Um, you know, it, it, I don't think it really matters this time of year. It's more about just being on the fish. And uh, what I've been doing lately, I've been trying to find, uh, you know, like I say, the fish are biting. So we've been kind of trying to avoid the crowds and just find them on the graph and catch them. And like I say, you don't need to fish on top of a, a group of boats to actually hurt your opportunity. So if you could find something by yourself, and I think uh, just the, the water temp's 53 degrees, even though this little cold snap we had didn't really uh, change the temp too much. And they're just biting. So find a little spot, catch them, and uh, put your time in. We got great tides the next few days. And uh, like I said, a lot of opportunity throughout the whole day. Well, it takes us back to the old line we used to use about uh, squat and rot. Is it uh, as long as there's activity, you don't want to leave? As long as you see fish, you don't want to leave? What prompts you to ever leave a spot other than throwing a rod overboard? <laughs> right. Uh, so right now, like you say, the, with the, how active the fish are starting to get, we're kind of being aggressive. We're, we're pulling an aggressive t- uh, approach towards the fish. I'll give it an hour. If we don't get a bite in an hour, I'm going to move and try to get on another group of fish. Like I say, they're definitely eating, and I think being aggressive is helping us out a little bit. We could stay on the fish, and we've had many a times this, uh, in the last few days that we're on the hook within a within 10, 15 minutes of first getting to a spot just because we marked them, cast the baits out, and they're there. And that's kind of like what we're looking for. Like I say, if we go an hour, you'll find me picking up, readjusting, possibly find, you know making a little short move or something, just try to find, relocate a different batch of fish that might want to definitely give us a little more attention. But I think being aggressive right now is definitely going to help the guys out. Being aggressive, does that include on the strike? Are you sticking them the second it moves, or are you giving them a second to take it? I let them eat it. We On our boat, I want to, it's this little analogy, uh, when I give my demonstration each morning, I you know show the people what a bite looks like. It's more like, I'm eating your bait. So give it a few seconds. And then, uh, when it, you know, I personally don't like setting it on the first initial bite. Let him pull the rod down, let him swim off with it a little bit, and then we reel down on him and hook him. Yep. So that's my preferred technique because I can pull it out of their mouth faster than they can take it down. That's it. Exactly. Jay, what's this cold weather doing? We got two days of 24, 25 degree weather in the morning. Is that going to slow these buggers down? No, it didn't. We didn't see any. Uh, I mean, the surface temp may have dropped just a little bit. I looked at the Revista gates this morning. It's still showing about 52 and a half, 53. It only dropped about a half degree. So I think we're good. I think we made it through the, you know, the grunt of that cold snap. Um, it looks like the lows are supposed to creep back up the next 10 days. So that's going to really just keep everything stable down here. We could probably use a little bit of rain. We all know that. that'll definitely perk things up. But conditions are ideal right now. There's not much weeds around. 
Um, water's pretty clean. The water column is clean. So I think we're overall we're sitting in a good uh, scenario right here for some epic springtime fishing. Like I say, it's just some of the best time of year right now is to get out and catch a sturgeon now through April. Yeah, and if they haven't heeded our warnings for the last, oh, 25 years about making reservations, they'd better start heeding them now because everybody wants to go out and go fishing. You're fishing every day. You're probably booked pretty solid. Yeah, we're, we're sold out for the remainder of our season. Um, so we only have a couple days off, and those are scheduled days off, but we're fishing every day. And right now we have zero availability, not until uh, October for sturgeon. So, well, he um, may have some cancellations, so folks, don't feel shy about giving him a shout about it. Or he may pass you off to another guy of equal exactly. skill. Or if yeah. anybody can be equal to Jay Lopes, I mean, he'll give you somebody. Not really. He'll be getting you somebody almost as good as he is. Almost, almost yeah. as good. The next bass, yeah, all, B team. All the guys in the industry catch plenty of fish. I don't think they can go wrong with anyone. Well, it's a great bunch of guys. Uh, we're just pleased as hell to have you and Mitchell and Captain James and all you guys with us here on California Sportsman, sharing with our listeners at home. It's what it's all about. And for you guys to open up your book and tell them everything that you do, right on down to the little bits of row and what you make put on it to make it a little sweeter, it's a great way to inform the listeners and get them involved in the outdoors. Let's face it, that crew right there is amazing at what they do, and thank God they found their niche. Otherwise, they'd be asking you if you'd like a cart or a basket. Or french fries <laughs> with my order. Or french fries yeah, with yeah. that. You know, yeah. Guides are guides for a reason. For a reason, Sep. They're guides, right. that's, you know, they found a niche that they're really, really good at. That's right, and that's why I quit being a guide, because I wasn't really, really good at it. <laughs> Captain Jay, give them all the hookup information they need. If they don't book a trip with you, at least they can stare at all the pictures and wish you were there. Yeah, give us a call. Here you go, 916-417-5670, and on the web at ryehooksportfishing.com, and check us out on Facebook at ryehooksportfishing. And uh, don't forget, halibut season's right around the corner. And uh, don't forget to get on the books for that. I think it's going to be a great springtime halibut bite. So don't miss out. When are you going to move? make the move and head over there? Uh, we're starting April 15th is our start day. Make so your here. reservations now, folks. Otherwise, as soon as we get on here and say it's on, you're not going to have an opportunity to get out there and get into some great action. I wish you'd take your own advice and book a date with those guys so we could go do some halibut. <laughs> well, I'm going to just announce on today's we're, show that we're going to be on Steve Carson's first California Dawn trip. We are crashing that. I don't care if we're invited Oh, yeah, or not. even if we're not invited. I know the way to to the marina oh yeah so do i i can find james Why? the problem the problem is we can get lost on the on the caldon too we're going to be noticed if we jump on the on the right hook you get on the yeah. right yeah but mr Lo mr lopes are you looking for a bigger boat yet yeah we are we're That's, always browsing uh, the market's pretty tight right now yeah yeah it'd be a good time to wait mr brown might be able to tell you when that'll loosen up Good yeah. luck. <laughs> yeah, the boat market is not loosening up by any means. No, uh, you have not. your boat is absolutely spectacular for what you do out there, and uh, I envy the opportunity to get out there on the water with you again, my friend. You take care, have a great time, and have a wonderful day with your clients on the water. All right, thank you. Uh, take it easy, guys. See you, Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing, Delta Sturgeon expert, no doubt about it. He is. We got to do that with James. We're gonna. I know. I've got the t two dates. We're gonna talk to Tuna about it today. We're just gonna say plan on two more that aren't paying. That aren't paying. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Let's take a quick break right now. We can uh, call up James and apologize to him real quick. And then when we come back, Mike Ogney's gonna be hooking up with us. Hopefully, if we can wake him back up. We'll be right back after this quick break. 
Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon, the number one Ford Parts and Service Department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle. Open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. I got a trick question for my next guest. I, keep your finger near the dump button, because this is that guy that said the two bad words once before. Well, they weren't that bad. Well, yeah, they probably were. Well, let's go hooking up with Mr. Mike Ogney from usafishing.com. My good friend, he's also the... Uh, co-owner of the real magic out of Bodega Bay. Let's find out what, you know, ask him a simple question. What's the date of the rockfish opener this morning? And what does he tell me? Go ahead, Michael. It's a trick question, Seth. It's okay. a trick question. What, what for shore-based anglers, for boaters, for divers, 
Hell, I don't know. Why would there be different dates? Didn't they simplify the regulations, Mike? Yeah, no. (laughs) It's just so ludicrous that we just can't have stuff that's just a little bit more clear and a little bit more simple. They just overmanage. And frankly, the the department really doesn't manage fisheries well at all, as we all know. Um, We could do such a better job, such as... Why don't we get some of the old regulations off the books that don't make sense anymore? But I digress. Anyways, for boaters and divers, it's two different seasons. If you're if you're a diver or a shore-based angler, meaning that you are on terra firma on the coast, it's it's year-round, Seth. You can go rock cod fishing anytime that that you wish. For a boat, it's going to ap- open up here April second, down uh, well up on the north coast. I believe it's like. April 29th, and then down on the south coast, uh, I think it might be open now. So the famous line is of check your regulations before you go certainly would be in order. Yeah, so that's why it's a trick question. You just gotta, you just gotta stay on top of it. Even as a local charter boat operator, it's, you know, we have, we have in season regulation changes that can come around this coming year. We have new species changes regarding quillbacks and brown rockfish. And it's just like, well, how many, how much? And it's just in your, and then when you have six customers on board, we literally have a list. We literally have a list on the boat, each customer's name, and we write down the different species of rock cod and how many each person has. I've been so there. we don't go over. Yeah, we've been there. We, we've done the same thing with Merlin when we've been out with him. It's uh Kind of astonishing, but I guess they need to keep track of things in that manner. Well, Mike, no, I understand they're, they're trying to manage it for for a better fishery, but they they've come out on stuff where you know forever vermilions were, uh, or excuse me, canaries were closed, and then they come out. Oh, it's not they're not that bad. They're not overfished anymore. And well, they just, they keep changing it, is it, and it allows pe- people to pick up those species, but it's very confusing. To the regular angler, to the regular guy that just goes out in his own well, private Well, you have boat. to have a deckhand there to go, what's this and can I keep it? Yeah, and they have to examine it and go, okay, no, I'll put that one back. Yeah, it's that's fine. I guess that's what we have to deal with right now. The important and then thing. And there's bass fishermen. It's either a small mouth or, or a large mouth, right? Or a spot. Or, yeah. Or, or a spot. Yeah. I mean, what, what? how do you know? Well, the, this one's got teeth on its tongue. Oh, it's just as bad as the coho and kings. You know, as, as far as most people know, it's a salmon. But if they got a dark mouth, you're yep. in trouble. <laughs> see, I can never see the mouth on them, Sep. Normally, their tails are sticking out of the throat, so the fish I catch. <laughs> well, Mr. Ogney, I know the real magic is going to be ready to go for the rockfish opener. There's no doubt about that. And so many people look forward to it every single year. Well, yeah, we have. We just got out of uh, dry dock, so we got our winter maintenance done. My suggestion to listeners out there, for you small boaters who are looking to get out, you know, your boat has been sitting in mothballs. You probably haven't changed the fuel, so you quite possibly have bad fuel and need to do a little tune-up and maintenance. Get that done now before the demand gets really high. And if you're ready to go, hey, swing by Bodega Tackle, grab some pots or grab some of the of the hoop gear that they, that they have down there. It's the same hoop gear that we started with at the beginning of, of the season. And you can fish anywhere from the outer bay to – for smaller boaters, Tamales Bay is a nice, safe spot. There's no reason to go out in a 
16-foot boat out on the open ocean. That's just a little bit uh, too hairy. People do it, but uh, I would have uh, suggest that. I got friends that go to Tamales. I got friends that go to Tamales all the time, and they're they're getting all kinds of great action over there. Not only crab, but they're getting uh, halibut too occasionally. There's some halibut showing up. Yep. So it's going to be a pretty good year. So jump on. Uh, you know, Bodega Tackle is really convenient. It's out on. Uh, on Washington Street uh, in in Petaluma, so it's on the way to Bodega Bay if you're coming from Sacramento. And uh, gear up and go out and find them. There are different advantages with the hoop gear. You can move it around and locate the crabs. It might take two or three drops, and you locate them, and you're going to be catching them within half an hour to uh, to one hour's time, whereas with the pot gear, you got to let it soak for at least a couple of hours. So my suggestions for the coast – would be um, off of Tomales Point and 200 feet of, of water on up to Salmon Creek where you can be in 80 to 125 with some really good bottom in there off the mouth of the uh, Russian River or just in the Outer Bay. Keep in mind that, um, you know, just watch the, uh, the, the weather, move around, and you'll get dialed in. Rockfish and crab coming up, folks. You don't want to miss these opportunities. Mike, give them all the info for Real Magic. It's a real simple phone number. It's 707-875-BOAT. And we are booking uh, combo trips here early in the uh, season. And once we know what our salmon season is, we might be offering all three on the same day. We're just, you know, we're just waiting on uh, the the fishery powers to tell us what our seasons are going to be. And it's early preliminary results um, are sounding pretty good. Excellent. Well, it's great. Now, don't forget, you got that other segment here at the end with Lawrence. Uh, I'll look for that reminder. Text me. Mike, <laughs> bite me. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and The Real Magic. Hello. Hello. Thanks, hello. Yeah, hello. Are we still on the air? <laughs> Thanks for hooking up with us, Michael. You take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. All no, right. I'm talking about your text messages when you don't get a timely I, I response. Know. That's what I say. Hello, 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 hello. You know, because a guy did it to me years ago, and it was so effective. I, Geez, would you quit doing that? But I'd call him to get him to quit doing it. I guess it. you do that instead of I'm the most important thing you got going on right now. You should answer me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how important this is to me. That's right. <laughs> Well, you heard uh, Mr. Ogney talking about Bodega Tackle. We're going there live right now and hooking up with Mr. Ken Brown, the owner out there right now. Good morning, Ken. Hey, Steph. How you doing? I'm doing outstanding. Well, everybody's looking forward to the Rockfish opener when, whenever it is, around the 2nd, sometime around uh, uh, April 2nd, I imagine. So we were just actually listening to Mike, and I had my son look it up real quick. And out here off the of San Francisco, it's it's saying right now, as of now, it's April first. Well, good. At it's least closed, it's, it's clo- closed till March thirty first. So I would, I would have seen. I think we're going to get the April first. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed that that's it, and I'm sure we'll know exactly what it's going to be maybe by next. We got a month to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, well, maybe fishing game can get <laughs> yeah. a hold of us at some point. Well, I'll tell you what, Ken. Uh, everything's starting to pop, but uh, you're a bait shop. What's the yeah. bait situation like? A lot of the Sacramento bait places are really hurting. They're having a hard time getting minnows. They're having a hard time getting jumbos for the stripers. What is your experience out there? Yeah, we um we have been having a it's starting to warm up now. We're getting a really good uh, minnow bite, and we're we're able to get minnows here. We have them every week. We get a delivery once a week, and we're selling out every week. Um, we got some of the lakes that are starting to pop: Sonoma, Spring Lake, and, uh, and then there's a lot of the local um, 
Nicasio, and then a lot of the ponds have filled up now, and all the kids are starting to get out and do a little bass fishing in there. Um, but they're taking the minnows, too, down to the Petaluma River. Right now, the Petaluma River is stacked with stripers, and they're not all just schoolies. They're averaging from anywhere from 5 to 18 pounds. Um, the kid that works for me, he ended up going out last week. Um, they're both a couple of deckhands that are, you know, kind of killing time right now, so they're trolling for stripers. They end up getting 30 in an afternoon. Holy so, Toledo. That's not bad at all. Do you think – are those fish making a move, like a pre-spawn move, you think? I don't know, because they dredged the river last year at, yeah, at the beginning of the year. So it's been a little over years. I think it's just a, I think the fishing has moved in because um, the fishing has been outstanding for like the last month in the Petaluma River, um, and it had always been the Napa River, and the Petaluma was just kind of okay. I was going to ask you about Napa next. I figured maybe Napa's picking up too. Yeah, Napa's always been strong, um, but I'm not hearing as much now because people aren't going all the way there. They don't have to. They're just going right here. Now, I mean, all the way up into downtown, they're getting fish. And uh, one of my employees, they're getting they're getting some stripe uh, the the uh, excuse me the salmon and steel that are coming through. She works at the hatchery program, and they're doing that. So it's it's uh, waters are looking pretty healthy, you know. Um, like uh, there's a halibut starting to hit at the back of Tamales, and and in the out in San Francisco Bay where I have my boat, uh, we've been going out. And we've been getting some halibut every time we go out. So. Things are picking up, but herring's going to be tough to get this year. I've been hearing that. I'm hearing something's coming through uh, next week, but we bought a lot in the off season, and uh, but bait's going to. Whoop! Did we just lose you, Ken? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, yeah, you broke up. We heard you say bait is still, and then click. Oh, bait's going to be probably going to be a little tough this year. I have. Uh, I actually have commercial guys that are buying it ahead of time as I get it, and they're keeping it at my store until the you know the season opens up. Yeah, that's a good idea. So just sit on it. Let you keep it alive for them. Yeah, I will keep it. That's no problem. If they want to pre-buy it all, we'll do that. Hey, the other thing is probably and, uh, going on out there. you got some surf purse action going on, I would imagine, too, by now. Right, and along with the surf purse, the stripers are in the surf. They've been in the surf for almost a month now. Um, they, I don't. I, I think they stayed all year. I don't think they went anywhere. Because the guy, I don't know if you know, Seth, we sell cra- live crab here. And my crabber, he's been going out. And he's been getting salmon in his crab pot. And in his last bowl, he, the last live pot he had, everyone had a, had a halibut in it. Holy. There's a lot of fish out there. There sure are, and they must be making a move with this good weather and everything and the lack of fresh water coming down. So hang on, folks. You might be in chore for a heck of a season, but if you're heading out to the Bodega Bay area, make sure you stop off at Bodega Tackle. As we always say, it's on the way to Bodega Bay, and you'll find that you've got uh, everything in that store they need. you still got pots and everything for the guys to drop? Yep, we got enough to get them going. Yep, absolutely. Oh. You know, come by and talk to us. We'll help them out. All right, well, give them the phone number and website or Facebook or whatever so they can find out more information about Bodega Tackle. Hey, you can call us at 707-559-3239. Um, the best way to get a hold of us is our Facebook page. It's probably our most active page. It's uh, the Bodega Tackle. And um, we're at 884 Bodega Avenue, um, 
three Petaluma, California. It's on, like you said, on your way to Bodega Bay. As Here you, we are. Come as you it. exit Petaluma, just keep looking to the right, folks, and you will see it on the right hand side. Have a great one. Have a great one, my friend, and we will see you out there soon. I'm planning a little trip to Bodega in about two weeks. All right, buddy. I'll see you when you get here. All right. Ken Brown at Bodega Tackle having a good time. Hey, I ran that long. We'll talk about bass later on, Mr. Brown. We'll take a quick break right now. I we come back. offended right now, right? Don't be. Take a break. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do that, too. We'll be right back. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Boulevard. West of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. It's time for RVing and destination sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. You know, taking your new RV out for the very first time can be a little intimidating. It may seem like there's simply too much to remember. But don't worry, the list of things that scare you will shrink after time with a little knowledge and experience. For your first time, these tips are going to help you make the most of your campground stay. First of all, don't even think about leaving without some advanced planning. 
The best thing you can do to ensure the smooth camping trip is to plan it all in advance. More and more people are enjoying RV travel, making campground reservations even more important, just like your fishing and angling reservations that need to be made too. If you're planning a visit to a first-come, first-served campground, you'll want to do a little research to determine the best time to show up in order to snag a site. It's always a good idea to touch base with the campground office the day before you head out on your trip to verify your reservation or verify what time that you can check in. Even if you plan to arrive early, something unexpected could happen and you don't want to roll up to a locked gate after a long day's drive. You know, it's really important to learn your rig too. Practice using your RV systems before you leave home. This includes the landing gear, the levelers, slide outs, as well as the hitching and unhitching of trailers if necessary. But don't forget driving and parking practice too, especially backing up. We've arrived at campgrounds with pull-through site reservations to find that there was a mix-up and we had to back in. If you're a newbie, you don't want to back a big RV too far without a little practice. So check it out. And the other thing to check out is to have a checklist. While you're practicing with your rig, make a checklist for packing, arrivals, and departures. You don't need a lot of gear. You don't need to enjoy everything you own to have a great camping trip, but you'll need some essentials. Create a checklist of some items. Setting up the RV at the campground, you'll want to include things like deploy the jacks or the levelers, chalk the wheels, plug in the power, connect the water and sewer, turn on the air conditioner if needed, open the sides, Turn on the water heater. Turn on the LP gas. This itemized checklist will help you go much more smoothly into your campsite and with a lot more confidence. You can also use that list of everything in reverse when you're departing to make sure everything's taken care of. And one last thing, campground etiquette. Remember, even though you can't, might not be able to see your neighbors in the campground, they aren't that far away. Be mindful of when you're playing music or watching TV outside or telling stories around the campfire. Most importantly, observe the quiet hours. It's usually found on a sign or during check-in and usually around 9 or 10 at night. Everything should start quieting down. Should start quieting down. Yeah, like I said, it should start quieting down, but it doesn't also. If you're on top of your game maybe your neighbors will be on top of their game too just be prepared when you head out for your first time and you know what maybe your second third and fourth time too that's your tips for the week from california sportsman stop by manteca trailer and motorhome on highway 120 check the full inventory of new and used rvs trailers motorhomes and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way rving review the entire inventory at the mantecatrailer.com website with photos and pricing or better yet stop by and take a look low prices huge selection great service there's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! 
And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we're going to have some more fun. I'm going to take you live on the water here in just a second. We're going to be hooking up with Captain Steve Mitchell, hooked up sport fishing, and a lot more. Alan Fong is going to be telling you about his four-pound test mystery fish, and I'm not going to spoil the excitement on that one. He'll tell you all about his latest post on YouTube channel. Captain James Netzel's chasing stripers on the Delta Senior Tuna joins it. We've got crappie expert from fishing addict Jim Seichow hooking up with us later on and more, lots more. Let's waste no time. Let's hook up with the man himself out sturgeon fishing this morning with hooked up sport fishing. Captain Steve Mitchell hooks up with us now. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, guy, what's it like out on the water this past week with the sturgeon chasing your baits? Oh, man, it's been really lovely. I mean, lots of fish biting, lots of big fish biting right now. So that's the name of the game right now, trying to get them all in the box. And uh, I think everybody's out here having a, got a, a great deal of fun, you know, so that's where it's at. Well, what's the best techniques and locations and all of that? What do guys need to do to succeed out there with hookups if they're out in their private boats? Well, right now the water is seeming to warm up, so... You can fish rather deep or shallow. It doesn't even matter right now. When the fish are scattered out a little bit all over the place, but for the most part, they are biting. And uh, we've been coming up with some uh, pretty decent fish, Seth. I mean, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to see, you know, pictures this time. But at the same time, uh, I can tell you the fish that we've been catching has been in the mid, uh, mid-50s mid up to, like, about the 60-inch mark. And... Uh, Lots of big bellies right now. I would imagine they uh, got to be ready to go. They got to head to the bay and do a little spawning here pretty soon. When that herring spawn comes in, everything starts to kick into gear, and they're not long from uh, showing up in the bay either. You've got to be directing a little bit of your attention to uh, San Francisco Bay and all the big action going on out there for halibut come starting up. Yeah, we are. We're focusing on that as well, but. Uh... Right now, it seem to you know we seem to have a great deal of volumes of calls being uh you know called in right now as far as going looking for sturgeon and everything you know uh generally around this time between February and June is when the spawn takes place you know once that water temp reaches reaches up to about sixty eight ain't quite time yet, but uh it's getting there our water temps right now is about fifty four fifty five well it actually has dropped down to about 52 since the cold front but for the most part once it warms up then that's when those fish will start moving up into like those shallow water areas that's got you know swift moving water over a sandy rocky bottom and they'll start doing their spawn thing there i guess I'm, i know you've seen those pictures where, where they show uh all those uh sturgeon all in the little shallow water just all doing their little thing or whatever rolling so ar- rolling up. around doing the big nasty having a good time <laughs> Right. Well, that's actually coming up here soon. So, like I said, our water is warming up, and everybody's basically, you know, trying to focus on where, where these fish are. But they're a little bit of everywhere, so there's nowhere that you could go wrong, like, you know, going to look for them. But, uh, yeah, and as far as the halibut is concerned, like you said, we are definitely taking reservations for that right now because I think it's going to be good stuff. I've been hearing about some guys getting them right, right about now up in the, the South Bay as well up in the San Pablo Bay area. So I'm looking forward to that. I saw a photo of about a 22 or 24 pounder out there, and I'm thinking, where did that come from? 
But yeah. a lot of these random fish are just checking it out. There's not a lot of fresh water pumping through the Delta right now, so they're getting a little brave, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And then uh, I'm also hearing that the bait is up in there in the bay, so that's a good sign too, you know. Uh, hopefully our live bait will start off early this year. I've heard some tell that it might start off late, but even if it does start off late, that's all right. We'll throw some popsicles on there and troll for them, and we'll mop them up even faster. So I'm looking forward to that. I know you guys enjoy that because it is a mop-up. When you go over them and you're in the right right bottom, it's going to be Bendo City, no (laughs) doubt about that. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Captain, uh, I asked Jay Lopes the same question earlier today. Are you letting them run or are you sticking them immediately? What's your best technique for setting the hook on them right now? Well, we're wheeling down on them, of course, you know, because it's more effective far as, like, setting the hook. You know, I mean, the old traditional style, where whereas, you know, we used to pull the rods out of the rod holders and all that, that takes up too much time. And then I just figured, you know, with this reel down technique, it takes the guessing game up out of there. So, you know, as long as we can reel down on them, I feel like the guys shouldn't be able to, uh, mess that up, but a lot of times they do because they end up taking off a little bit too fast because that adrenaline be going from zero to a thousand in one point two seconds. <laughs> yeah, and that's generally the way it works. And then the next thing you usually see is the fish turning and coming back to the boat, or the line snapping, and somebody swearing on board. You realize fish don't have hands, right? Yeah, we, right. I've said right. this in seminars for 40 years, Sep. When you feel them, set the hook. <laughs> it's kind of how we do that. Okay. Well, he's got Man. the technique down. He eliminates that opportunity for the guy to go over there, grab it out of the rod holder. Let the fish know Let you're there. Let the fish know by <laughs> telegraph line that, hey, I'm here exactly. and I'm swinging this tip all over the place. Uh, if you want to spit that out, now be a good time, fish. Right. But, no, exactly. he leaves it in the rod holder, and they just turn the handle. Nothing moving it around, no herky-jerky actions, nice and smooth. And hopefully when you feel it loading up, you quit winding, you let them load it up, and then put it to them. Exactly. And I tell guys this all the time. What it does, like I said, it takes the guessing game up out of there. It, you know, when you traditionally go ahead and try to take the rod out of the rod holder, point the rod tip down at the water, and hope to build that bite, well, that's all time-consuming, and all along while you're doing that, that bite has already been taking place. And the guy so holding has, the rod has got an adrenaline rush going on right now and doesn't know he's telegraphing his existence to a fish 50 feet away underwater. Exactly, exactly, and I'm constantly telling these guys that. So when I tell them to get up to the rod, once they see that first pop, I tell them to get up to the rod, don't let your body hit the butt of the rod and move it all around. Just grab the foregrip and put your hand on that reel handle. And the moment that you see that rod tip load up and start going down, time it, take off on it. When that rod doubles over and that spool stops, that's when you know you got them. Because, of course, you're dealing with a reel and not a winch. And then at that point, the game's on, you know. Yeah, and then you have your buddies back you up with water and pour water on the reels and all that good stuff because you're going to need it, folks. Captain, oh, man, well, Captain, I want to thank you for sharing the details with our listeners. I, I mentioned this earlier today in the show. Without you guys laying your book wide open and sharing this, a lot of anglers would never get into the fishing like you guys have shown them how to do. And we appreciate it here on California Sportsman, you guys sharing your knowledge, skills, and ability with just the private boater and everybody. Whether they want to go out with you and fish with you on board on a guided trip or just go out on their own, 
the information you guys are sharing makes the difference whether we get fishermen to continue fishing into the future or not. So thank you much for sharing. We appreciate your existence here on California Sportsman, not to mention how great you treat your clients on board. Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you guys, too, because without you guys, the world wouldn't even hear about us out here. So here it is. We give you high five on that one. Well, thank you, you sir. In the meantime, give them all the hookup information they need so they can find out more about hooked up sport fishing. Yeah, guys, I definitely can be reached at uh, 707-655-6736, or you guys can find us on the web at Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters. Or uh, that, well, that's actually Facebook, but uh, the website is Hooked Up Sport Fishing. And uh, you can find me on Instagram as well. Either way, give me a call, look me up, check out our reports. Let's do it. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Thanks, Captain. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, guys. You guys have a good morning. Take care. Hey, if you get a big one on, you give us a shout back before the end of the show. I will. All right, Captain. Take care and thanks much. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Ford Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Ford features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores right here in Sacramento, the man himself, the rod father, Alan Fong, hooks up with us live. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? I'm doing better than you. I wasn't tying four pound tests together over the side of my boat like you were. <laughs> Go ahead and tell our listeners about the four pound test mystery fish. Cause that's a great yeah, story. That was crazy. You know, we were out doing a video on crappie. Well, actually we were just looking for them and we didn't have the cameras turned on. But when I hooked, set the hook on this thing, four pound test with a little crappie jig, it started, it just took off. And uh, we fired up the our cell phones and started taking video. And I fought this thing for probably way over half an hour. And uh, it went to the bank, went under a tree, and took off, kept going, right? And I saw my line going toward the bank, but the other end of the line was headed out toward the middle. And just kept fighting it, and it just got tired. You know, I only had four-pound tests, so I let it tire out, had worn snagged the line with a spoon on the other side of the tree, pulled it up, and then I waited till the fish quit fighting, and I cut it, and I pulled my line out, tied it together, and then I fought it for another 10, 15 minutes, and well, landed it. A <laughs> little, little bit more detail there. You tied a uni knot putting the lines back together again. You're just sitting there all cool while everybody's telling you, you're going to lose a fish, going to lose a fish. You tie your <laughs> knot, you check yeah. it, you pick up your rod, and the fight's on again. Yeah. Pretty good. them in. Pretty impressive. I remember catching about a 20-pounder one time at the PG&E plant in Antioch out there by their warm water discharge tube. And when they hit, they freight train you, dude, just as fast and as far as they can go in one run, don't they? Four-pound test is a challenge. Oh, I can only imagine, especially going after going around a log. You probably had two-and-a-half or three-pound test. 
Well, what yeah, are you, what are you hearing from the guys out there? Are you hearing anything going on out in the Delta with stripers much after you went out and caught those big ones last time? Yeah, they're starting to show up again. Um, a lot of schoolies. I heard they did some more smoke planting up in the feathers, so it probably took a lot of the fish out of the system, and they probably went upstream. But um, they're catching them. They're spread all over the place. Um, but I hear good reports and bad reports. So just have to go out and hope you uh, you cover a lot of ground, you'll probably catch them. What are the good reports using to hook up? Are they trolling? Are they live bait drifting? What are they up to? Um, no, most of the guys are throwing the, like a five-inch fish trap, and they're in that three to seven feet of water. So they're smart working. But I'm sure you could catch them trolling uh, rattle traps and shallow runners and shallow water. Are they starting to pick up something larger than the schoolies like you did, or are they uh, concentrating on just the large fish that are um, back there in the in the shallows? No, mostly uh, shallow. Those ones I was on, they seem to took off, but as soon as we get some little bit warmer weather and uh, get my boat fixed, I'll be out there trying to get them. What, speci- what specific you lures? Would ha- you wouldn't believe what happened to me last week. All right. Hit me with it. <laughs> I, you know, I just rigged that boat up with, you know, the HDS-12. And uh, we were doing a video on that cast masters for uh, dragging them at Berryessa. And Denise pitches it out, and she hits my screen. And I heard a crack. Ugh. And then she goes, uh-oh, you better not look at this. But it looked like a bullet hit it. <laughs> And you know the they don't replace screens, so they told me just discard it. <laughs> discard. They're glass. Then that was yeah, that was on Sunday, right? And then on Monday we go down Delta to go find some stripers, left the ramp, and my number one piston fried. <laughs> my goodness, Mr. Fong. So you're begging for boat rides for a while now. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be up and running in about a week. You hear anything on Barry S over there? Nope. You know, I talked to a lot of trollers, uh, guys that are trolling and mooching, and it is tough. Yeah. And there's an algae bloom over there, and the water really looks nasty. There's would... something going crazy over there. I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's really bugging me. Well, I can't <laughs> believe it didn't turn because we had a couple more north winds that were blowing, too, that should have fired everything up and really got it going. But uh, I don't think it turned it at all. Those fish, are, I'm hearing reports, they're still down 45 to 60. They come up, and then they drop right back down again. What a great place. Well, they yep. did catch some big bass out there <laughs> Yeah, they did. Randy, I'm sure Randy's got still got a line at the launch ramp over there today for BBT. Wait, Alan, we got to get some guys into stripers out there. Specifically, what colors and which lure will work best for these guys working these back shallows? Um, any anything in those uh, uh, plastic, uh, like a fish trap, uh, hammers. There's, there's uh, so many brands out there. Anything that's around four to five inch, and you want to run a uh, about a half ounce jig head in the front, and make sure the eye is in the very tip of the jig head. And just go fish those flats. Anywhere flats, watch for seagulls. You see them suckers diving, you need to get over there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Are you hearing anything else that we haven't covered from the customers in the store? Um, a lot of guys have been coming in buying shad. So I know they're bait fishing, but everybody's kind of tight-lipped lately. 
So, but if they keep buying shad, I know something's going on. Yeah, especially if the price shad's going right now. So you know it's going to be happening, no doubt about it. Alan Fong yep. with Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores right there in Sacramento. If you need your stuff, you can count on Fisherman's Warehouse having it in stock, whether you're in Fairfield, Manteca, or the Sacramento store. Make sure you stop and pick the brains of the employees because they're all fishermen and will help you get exactly what you need. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us, bud, and congratulations right. on your four-pound mystery carp. Thanks a lot. There you go. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing. Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to Excellence Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. Brad's is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of 
clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Haven't I already talked to you today, Mr. Ogney? We've already done this once. Hi, no, Mike. Do it again. Except has, my Labrador, has my labs all messed up? I mean, they're going to want uh, there's a second breakfast now. Yeah, well, they always get they always get breakfast after the radio show. So now they're going to be like, "Hey, <laughs> nice let's touch do it again." Nice touch. We don't get breakfast during the radio show. I got a pizza coming we in. Used, we used to get breakfast after the radio show. We don't do that anymore. So. Well, COVID kind of screwed up a it lot of stuff. Messes all up. Well, Michael, what's going on in the real world with salmon and the big important meeting coming up on March second? I see there's all kinds of bulletins uh, March coming 2nd, out. We're going to be getting getting some news. I got some you know, uh, rumors from a buddy up on the north coast. It looks like the Ocean abundance numbers up off of uh, Northern California, Southern Oregon are way up. If you count uh, coho and king salmon and look at the rogue, Klamath and Sacramento indexes, he was telling me that the number that he heard is 850,000 ocean abundance. Now, compare that to the Central Coast ocean abundance estimate last year. So off of our coast, it was uh, 276,000. So if we get a bump back up to where we're above 400,000, 500,000, we could have a really good number. We could we, we could be pretty excited next Saturday when we're doing the update then. So uh, looking forward to uh, what, it, uh, what those actual numbers are. What we do know so far is that the jack count, which is the biggest component, the, a, a jack is a two-year-old fish, and when you see lots of two-year-olds, that's pointing to a, a bigger, a, a, a larger population of three-year-old fish. So the jack count was up o- over the, the previous year, this past year. So let's get a look at those numbers and uh, see what the fishery managers have to say. And we'll be working with, we won't be working with rumors next Saturday. We'll be working with facts. That's exactly it. We all look forward to the fine details so we can start to see how our season is going to stack up out there. No doubt about that one. Exactly. And there's always a lot of rumors and this and that. I try to follow it. What I always look at, Sep, is how we finish up in the fall. We finished up in the fall with a lot of, of, of two-year-old fish. We had limits um, all the way through September for the most part, and then it dropped off in October. But the one thing that we have had is we've had great feeding conditions for salmon along the coast. We have this huge abundance of anchovies that have been hanging out for the past four or five years. And the krill abundance last year was really good. In fact, one federal biologist said it was some of the best feeding conditions that he has seen in in his 20-year career. So that means those fish can get out there, get fat and healthy, and they grow quick when there's a lot of food. Salmon can can really pack it on, so um, kind of like going to breakfast after the uh, the, the uh, show. Um, yes, it starts to show up on you. <laughs> yeah, you think. Well, Michael, what else? You got one minute left, my friend. What else do they need to know about these upcoming meetings in salmon season? Well, the uh, the rock cod fishing is right around the corner. Get your reservations in now, and uh, I think if uh, the weather. If you came down today, and I just looked at at, at Wendy and the Booyah report, 
We have a three-foot swell with a four-second period and about four knots of east wind. It doesn't get any calmer than that. Bathtub. That's lake fishing right there. Exactly. Come on down. Enjoy your day. It's beautiful. Mike Ogney, member of the Golden State Salmon Association's Board of Directors, the guy that runs USAFishing.com, and a damn good fisherman. Thanks for hooking up with us, my friend. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Lots going on in the second hour coming up right around the corner. Y'all stick around. There's much coming your way. We're going to talk about turkey season. That's right. It's around the corner, too. We'll find out from Travis Morgan whether there's ammo to shoot one or not. And he's got some good info for you hunters out there. He got ammo in after the season, but you're ready for next season. We'll be right back. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Waterfowl season is winding down, but that doesn't mean you have to quit hunting. Quail Point is open through March for pheasants, quail, or chucker hunts. If you don't have a bird card, we always offer day shoots as long as birds are available. Call or text to make reservations at 530-735-6217 or check out quailpoint.com. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse Stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater water salmon steelhead and stripers too check out eurekafishing.net or call tony sepulveda now at 707-845-9588 and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson 
Hey, where are we going now? Oh, we're going to Mr. Netzel. He's on tight lines guide service. He's on hold right now. Having a little trouble out there with his boat. This is a typical thing that happens with guides. It's a boat. So. You show up, it's a boat. Boats are holes in the water in which to throw money. That's right. Unless you want to buy a new one and the greatest investments in the world. You can't go wrong. We're hooking up right now with the man himself from Tight Lines Guide Service, Captain James Netzel. This is the truth on the water. Did your boat start today? It started when I got it off the trailer. It kind of juggled, so I pushed the pump, uh, pumped the bulb. And uh stayed running for about 30 seconds. I went to go move my truck, and uh motor died, and I can't, won't, I didn't get in fuel now. And, yes, my kill switch is turned on. Is your Just water separator full of water is the next question, because usually I can get a boat to idle for about 30 yeah, I, seconds it, if the water separator's got water in it, but after that, <laughs> it dies it, it if you get came, it. it. It just came back from the shop, so... uh it's it's frustrating. I mean, it's not the shop's fault. We did have some really cold temperatures, and uh, he's going to get me right in as soon as I get it to him. And uh, it just it's frustrating when you spend thousands and thousands of dollars to keep your equipment up, and uh, it's not working right. It's a guide's life. That's why you guys oh, have man. this fabulous life, so you can live the way you want to live. So are you going to get to kick on a fish on a kicker motor or anything today? What are you going to do? We. I was. If I had clients today, we would definitely run the kicker. I oh, good. You're just on. Day, but you're just on an exploratory trip today. I'm just yeah, exploratory trip. The boat shop opens up at nine, so I'm gonna head over there and uh, get it taken care of. What do you bet? It's something really simple, just like the the suggestion Kent sent you. Do you check your kill switch? Well, that's the first. Oh, place to go. you know, you, you'd be amazed how many times I I hear people on the on the dock trying to get their motor started, and I tell them about the fuel switch, and they cuss me out, and they flip that thing on. And it works. It happens. You know, I've all been boating for fifty years, young man. Okay. And then he looks over at his but your but your Mercury's not beeping when you turn the key. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well James, I know you're you're probably frustrated as hell that you can't go out and fish today because you gotta get your boat back in real quick. But uh, you had a lot of repairs done, you had everything all fixed up, ready to roll. What are you hearing out there with the stripers right now? What are the guys talking about? And Alan says they're selling a lot of minnows places. Yeah, minnow, minnow bite is definitely tops. Uh, we didn't bring any minnows today, luckily, because they'd probably die by tomorrow. But, uh, uh, we were just going to troll. The trolling bite was good before we had the, uh, I mean, it was great in a few spots. Uh, when the, uh, uh, before the cold snap and the cold snap came around, it slowed down. And then the one spot that was red hot died off. And then another spot, you know, typical, striper you got to run 30 miles to cover the water yeah you got to keep up with but, uh, that school you were on or wait either that or wait for another one to show up exactly yeah in, in the shallow bite is good at uh you know the last hour of the low tide to the first hour two hours of the incoming tide uh then you go deep you know people ask me well uh all the time is well when do you troll shallow i mean it all depends on the tide it all depends on the location some some location if you troll shallow and like at a high tide and you're in a weedy area now now in that shallow water is a whole bunch of weeds you you can't get in the shallow water so then you gotta fish deep and then just the opposite you know when the water's really low now you can get up right up you can sometimes when i troll water taps i'm in four to five feet of water trolling six miles an hour and i don't have to worry about the weeds 
the nice thing about trolling rattle traps is if you do snag up and you lose it, you only lose five or six bucks versus $19 for a Yozuri. Yeah. What colors do you think are, are the best, most productive out there? I know everything seems to have a lot of white in it for visibility. This time of year, I do really good on the ghost color. It's just straight white. Uh, and then I always have the chartreuse, double chartreuse, the black dots in the middle. I mean, that's, that's always, there's always one of those out there. So if, if you got to buy a color, it's always going to be uh, chartreuse with the uh, black dots in the middle. You know, 30 uh, years ago, everybody was saying, don't even think about going out there without a flame orange or the bright orange one out there. Cause that's the one everybody needs. Keeps on changing, doesn't it? It, it it changes, but you know, the, you, know, you got to figure we haven't had any substantial rain. You know, some places got rain a couple of days ago, but but that's not going to muddy the river up. I mean, it's 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 not Lake Tahoe out here, but it is. It's some of the cleanest water I've ever seen in the Delta. I mean, I can see my skeg all the way to the bottom where I usually can't even see my prop. And that's not a so, good sign. No, yeah, the, 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 now, yeah, the fish can see you coming. And fish can see you coming, and that means that the lack of nutrient out there, too, isn't floating around in the water to keep the food chain going up and keeping everything in those Thule areas. They've kind of changed the way the Delta looks, so they've changed a lot of the fish action at the same time, too. But that's Yeah, what- it's, it's, it's always changing. Yeah, there's, there's no set pattern. People say, well, where are you going to start? I don't know. I, I'll, I'll make that decision in the morning. As soon as I catch that um, first fish, I'm going to work my tail off and see if there's any fish there. That's exactly. <laughs> what car are you going to start with? Uh, probably the first one to open my box, and that, that's the one I'm going to use. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, we, we, most of us don't have a set plan, or you, maybe some people do. But. Are you usually running about four lines at the time when you're trolling? Yeah, yeah, four lines, unless only got two clients, then we run three, you know, each of them gets a rod. But uh, we troll four, you know, rod per person. Well, uh, I, hope, I got six people, then we run six rods. Well, I hope everything goes well with the boat. You get it in there, you get it out, and you probably go fishing if it's something really simple. Give them all the hookup yeah, information they need for Tight Lines Guide Service as well as the phone number. It's a great time to call him and get booked, folks, because it's going to get busy out there. And some folks are talking about a very good season out there. So we'll see what comes from it. Give them the hookup. Oh, yeah. You can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. Us fishermen don't like, uh, do not like droughts. Except striper fishermen love droughts, so because uh, there's not as much crap in the water, so it's going to be a good year. Give me a call. And guides don't like it when they turn the key and there's no sound. Yeah, Captain James. Nutzel. Oh, there's there's a, there's a sound. I mean, there's a sound. It's just uh, yeah, but click just, isn't what you're listening for. You know how to fix no. that, don't you? How's that? New yeah. motor. New motor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's another hey, another. Do you investment. know where I can find a new motor and not have to wait six months? Six. There's one you're hanging on the, on the, you're in the express lane. If you there's get one, one hanging six. on the back of Ken's boat yeah. that he could probably take off there for yeah, you. I, I don't know if that's big enough. I know a couple guys to call. <laughs> All right, Captain. Well, good luck with it. Hope the boat shot just walks in there and go, oh, I forgot to throw this switch, and it'll be simple for you. Have a good one, my friend. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service, one of the best out there. We're having an unfortunate day. Yeah, that happens, Sep. You know, it's time to uh, 
announce Gun Owners of California 52 Guns in 52 Weeks winner. It's also time for you to uh, get out and do some shooting sports. Saturday, April 24th, Gun Owners of California is having their annual Great Guns Giveaway, Sporting Clay Shoot and Barbecue. They've got great prizes, raffles, games, and more. It's all going to be held down at Comanche Hills Hunting Preserve. April's a great time to go down to Comanche Hills. Everything's green and pretty and a great place to go down and shoot. So uh, get signed up for that one. Give them a call at 916-984-1400. GOC has been talking about legislation, elections, and court cases for weeks, uh, but now they just want you to get out there and do some fun shooting. Uh, if you can attend, get out and, uh, and get a ticket and uh, take part in a great sporting clay shoot. Winner number nine of the 2021 Gun Runs of California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle. Lucky number 797. Not me. Austin Reed of Folsom. Austin's got a TriStar Cobra Three tactical shotgun in 12 gauge and the staff at gun owners will be giving you a call uh austin and get you all signed up get your paperwork done and get your gun to you so make sure that you uh, uh listen for that one there are very very few tickets left still you've only missed what nine weeks i got a lot of opportunities that would be 43 Ken. There, I, I know you're trying to figure out that math but being a bass fisherman i figured that trout guy step in and give you the answer yeah nice that's what <laughs> You know, bass fishermen, we don't count down. We count up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Money and weight. That's all we're worried all about. All you do so. is compare your expenses They're to your winnings. To our winnings, and that never works out really well. Give them a call and support Gun Owners of California, America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. You know, I got all the – everything is firing up again. I got the bulletin from Gun Owners of California. Saturday, April 23rd, they got that dinner. The Santa Rosa Golden State Salmon Association dinner is going on. Travis, we'll be talking about this with Travis Morgan, the Dixon Banquet for California Waterfowl Association. And get this one, gun owners, it's got to be a Friday night, I guarantee it. But maybe always. we'll pull it Sammy off. Sammy always does it. Gun too. owners of California, Sacramento Crab Feed and Tri-Tip Dinner, May 6th. You'll hear us talking about that one a lot. I think that's another good one to go crash. Yeah, right around that same time. I think I'm already roped in to MC the Placerville Ducks Unlimited Dinner, apparently uh, Jeff Thompson and Ron Thompson are the uh, tournament director. And the, they uh, volunteered you. Know, dinner you? directors. Imagine how that happens, Seth. Well, we better take a quick <laughs> break right now. When we come back, Mr. Steve Carson, Senior Tunis, back from a saltwater sport fishing show. And got bad news on the cancellation of another right after this quick break. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation. And that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner. 
owner. Simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's killer fishing gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fishermen tested and fish approved. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, our own Steve Carson. Senior Tuna. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seth. So I hear you had a great sport fishing show down there last weekend. Yeah, it was it was beyond all prediction. Um, right from the word go on Friday, it was crowded, and I thought, well, okay, that's all the that's all the the saltwater fishing community coming together and and jamming in there and uh but saturday of course you you know you get the uh the tire kickers and the baby stroller pushers you know and the people that just want to get out of the house uh will they show up they did they showed up en masse on saturday and uh, you know sunday's a little different in that it starts a little later and ends a little earlier but from maybe 11 to 3 it was just as busy as the other days and um uh, I, again, it was just just beyond successful. Um, needless to say, all the all the vendors that uh, weren't there now wish they were there. And I'm a little worried about one thing. In fact, I'm really worried about one thing. This particular show, and for the last 12 years, has been a saltwater fishing show, saltwater fishing and saltwater boats. And uh, you know, others need not apply. Uh, the resounding success that we had this weekend means, and they've already announced it, they're going to allow fresh water in next year. They're going to have a trout section, and they're going to have a bass section. Hey, they raised the bar. <laughs> which means which means I'm going to have to deal with Kent Brown yeah. and Randy Pringle. I'm thinking you got grief, bud. Uh, you know what? Rick Grover's already told me, hey, man, I think they're going to have a bass section next year. I was way ahead of you on that one, buddy. Oh yeah. Well, you know, there's 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 a lot of room. I mean, I didn't realize the Orange County Fairgrounds is gigantic. Yeah. And and this show is just taking you know just a um, one little area of it, and uh, so they have plenty of room to expand. And of course, the boats the uh, the boats that have been inside can can certainly go outside. No, they can't. Um, Why do you guys always want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing out there. No, they cannot. You cannot. You, you want to charge premium space for bulk space for boat dealers, and boat dealers don't want to come and have to stand outside because where's the public at? Inside. 
Well, wait a minute. You forget this. You were talking like a real salesman, Carson. This is Southern <laughs> California, not Sacramento. Uh, you know. Means it was still 72 degrees every day. No, it wasn't because I was on Diamond Valley Lake on Thursday, and it was like 29 when we launched. That's, uh, that's Thursday. Different day. <laughs> might have, it might have been 29. Different day. We'll it, have this fight offline later, Carson. <laughs> it might have been 29 degrees, but he's got nice rosy red sunburned cheeks I, in I here do, this morning. I do. You know, the funny part, Sep, is Carson and I both have enough seniority that we should both be right. Yeah, but it's, impo- it's impossible, though, because he's salt water and you're warm water. There's, there's just no- remember, just remember, they're going to have a separate section, so you can't get that close to well, me. Thank God. Hey, Steve, as this, now, was this called the Pacific Sport Fishing Show? Is that what the it official? Was called, well, Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Magazine uh, is, you know, is the title sponsor. They've been organizing the show for 12 years. And it's been kind of a little regional show. Well, here's my for, here's for my question person. out of all yeah. of that. With the Fred yeah. Hall show being canceled, which we'll talk about in the middle, do you yeah. think these guys are stepping through the door saying, we've got a freshwater place you can join us at? Oh, absolutely, because they've already announced the dates for next year, and they've moved the dates two weeks forward, which is going to be um, – you know, next year, uh, that, that first week of March, I think it's going to be the, the second through the sixth or whatever it is, whatever the Thursday through, through Sunday is next year, which have traditionally been the Fred Hall show dates. And this is, you know, and really the reason that they moved was not to, uh, uh, conflict with the, with the Fred Hall show dates. It's because the other big show in the country, all the way on the other side of the country, the Miami boat show sort of had a lot of the vendors split and you know they didn't know some of them had to choose to go one show or the other exactly and now they'll be able to do both well that's a good plan and, and uh, obviously they're paying attention to the freshwater side already and they put it back on top of the bassmaster class <laughs> <laughs> never fails never fails it's you know no matter when the show is right. it's always on top of something else you can pretty well take that to the Guaranteed. bank well, there's t- only 52 weekends in the year that's right and there's a million different places to go steve um, unfortunately, they canceled basically the last week, the uh, Fred Hall show. A uh, lot of talk about that going on all up and down the coast. That's the That was mecca for saltwater anglers for years and years, and it looks like somebody else might be running a flag at the pole. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the official line is, um, and I'm not making any comments on what the unofficial line may be. Uh, Kent can certainly uh-huh. tell you what the rumors were, too, yeah. but... But the official line is, of course, the Fred Hall show was in Los Angeles County, which retained uh, the you know the masking rules for indoors, the vaccine card rules, uh, the uh, the negative test rules on site. Um, it was you know, uh, you know maybe not the the most convenient thing and, and not really uh, uh, conducive to a big turnout. Whereas the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show was in Orange County. Um, and which had no masking rules, no vaccine rules, just, uh, you know, come on in. And and it, it could have been that simple, but um, it's hard to say. Well, Tuna, but it's not, but that's okay. <laughs> Tuna, it's, this seems like it's a long way off, but August 15th and 16th, you'll be joining Captain James Smith on board the new California Dawn 2 for a couple of your pure fishing. August 15th. Yeah, write these down, Dan, for his... The Pen new fishing. California Dawn 2, and I, I'm certain that that he has uh, 
been spending a lot of time describing just how wonderful that new boat is. The main thing is it's bigger. Uh, you know, bigger is not always better, but in particular, the galley is dramatically bigger than, than, than the other boat. And um, that means if there's a little bit of weather going out, then um, everybody on the boat will be able to fit inside the galley. Yeah, this is a very nice boat. Careful when you use the term everybody right now. Yeah, yeah, especially when there's 40 on board. The main thing about this boat, folks, is this is the newest state-of-the-art thing that's going on the bay. There's no question about it. I talked to James yesterday. I saw some videos that he posted yesterday. It's absolutely beautiful. They got it back in the water. He's moving it up. What is it, uh, 12th Street or something like that up in Newport? Uh, yeah, yeah, He's exactly. He's taking it up. They're putting the galley and everything in, redoing the whole kitchen area and everything this week, and he hopes to be back up here in a couple of weeks. So we'll, we're keeping on top of it. If you guys would like to see what's going on, just go over to the California Dawn's Facebook page, and you'll see all the updates and everything. But these are two big trips that Steve's got. August 15th and 16th aboard the California Dawn. I do not know if there's any spaces left on it or not, but if you'd like to go along with one of the best saltwater fishermen in the world, Captain Steve, Captain Steve, Steve Carson, our own senior tuna will be heading this up with everything you need to know about Penn products on board. He brings a lot of stuff for you to use, test and play with along the way too. And a great pile of prizes. That's why Kent and I will be crashing your first Which, trip. The 15th is the that where 15th. we're going? The 15th. We are setting yeah, that August date aside. 15th. We're going to crash your trip. Too. We'll be there. Oh, if you don't see us back there fishing, we'll be sitting on each side of James going, is it time to eat yet? Where are we going? Well, yeah. Want me to drive? Uh, and, and I want to emphasize, I am not the captain. You don't want to die. I am not the chef. You don't want to starve. I am only the host. <laughs> and well, you and so I just, know where you hang out. There. You so, hang out and So fish. do we have the green light to cash, crash your trip? Uh, it, it, that's above my pay grade. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's Smith's pay grade, and we're good with him. I think we can probably. Yeah, just, we're, we'll we got it all figured we'll out. We'll be deckhands. Yeah. That's perfect. Nobody will ever get a uh, fish on board. Sep, sep with a gaff. That's a frightening thought. <laughs> sep is a gaff, my friend. Steve Carson, oh, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing Universities. We always appreciate your solid advice and suggestions and direction, my friend. Thank you much. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. What a great guy. He doesn't sound too enthused about us crashing his trip. Eh, what the hell? I know. He's a saltwater guy. He'll like it when you, we get there. You know what? You know, you just got to get used to us guys just yeah. showing up acting like we know how to fish. Yeah, you know, I'll have to check a Pure Fishing Pro Staff member to see what he's doing that day because the, the guy in the big yellow truck might be home in August. We might be three of us crashing. Oh, maybe trip. we can have more. I know <laughs> it'll handle it. Yeah, there's a couple other guys I could think of we yeah. would bring along, too. That might work. Mm, you got my head all thinking about potential Let's stuff, talk right? about going to Clear Lake and catching some crappie with the Seychelles. Well, yeah, the Seychelles have been going out there, and those of you that know I talk about them all the time, yeah. Fishing Addict is their YouTube website. And they drive me insane picking up these two, two and a half hey, dad. and larger hey, dad. crappie. It's, it's, it's a YouTube page, not a YouTube website. It's a YouTube channel <laughs> is what it is. It's a channel. Yeah. Thanks. That's the way Just it gets trying to help you. you here with the younger listeners. Well, <laughs> let's get help and let's go to the guy that knows more about crappie fishing than anybody I know. Let's hook up with Jim Seychow, a fishing addict channel on youtube on good. that internet interwebby thing good good morning jim how are you good morning Seth. i'm doing well 
How are you guys doing this morning? We're having a fun time in the studio this morning. You might have noticed that already based on our conversation. Jim, I, I watched your videos the last couple of weeks. It looks like you had an absolutely stellar trip over to Clear Lake with some great crappie fishing, and then you ran over. Where's the other place you go to? I can't even see it in my notes here right now. You were over at Amador, wasn't it? Yes. And you pulled out some pigs out of there. Tell our listeners what's going on with the bite. Prior to this cold snap, as we call it, uh, it, it was really good. Um, but during this cold snap, it was a bit tougher. I, I'd say they scattered, went down deep. So it's a little bit harder right now. But uh, prior to this, uh, the, the cold snap, uh, they were scooped up, um, more shallow, easier to catch. So it was great fishing. Well, you seem to have the knack for getting into them, and it's it's locating the fish is the biggest thing, and you're using your electronics to really help pinpoint those fish, and you get positioned off to the side of them, and, and then you just work them and keep up with the school. Tell our listeners how you use your electronics to really get into them and what you're looking for when you're using it. Crappie's um, a lot easier to tell. Um, mainly I use that imaging to run around the lake, Scan, scan, scan. You know, sometimes it'll take me a whole hour, hour and a half to find a, a school here and there. When you find it, then, um, you know, with live scope, you come up on them and stay on it. it with that live scope, I think it'd be even harder to catch. But, you know, that, I did well prior to the live scope days, but um, this definitely, definitely helps. Well, I think that you have really been able to pinpoint by use. I believe you're using the Garmin unit out there. But I notice you have it all up on a pivot handle made out of PVC right there in your boat. So you can look left, you can right, look right, you can look behind you, you can look on the other side of the boat to locate that school. How much, is that the real reason that you are able to intercept so many fish? Is that the main thing that causes more fish to your boat? Um, I think the, the side scan is what finds the crappies. And then, um, I, I use the side scope to keep on it, but I think it'd be harder if I didn't did not have the side scan. Well, it certainly is a great tool, and I see you and your wife out there using it, looking for them. Oh, they're over here, and you start casting in a different direction, and boom, you're hooking up again. What seems to be your best, most productive lure that you're tossing to them or enticer? Uh, pretty much anything white, um, white chartreuse. Um, pearl, that's about all I use. Um, so my uh, sponsor, uh, Notorious Custom Jigs, uh, they're the one that provides me with the um, the little jigs. They're all inch and a half, two inch that I use, um, little grub looking, um, minnow looking, you know, anything that, that imitates bait, they'll, they'll all work. Well, when you were over at Almanor, that's a relatively Almanor Amador. That's a relatively small lake, especially compared to lakes like Clear Lake. Was it easier and quicker over there to find the fish, to locate the fish? And they seem to be all pretty well monsters. Is that a typical size that you were catching on your channel? Um, I, I think we just happened to be lucky to come across some of the bigger schools. Um, but the majority, I think it was like a 13, 12, 13 inches. So the ones that we were showing were probably like 14, 15, with right. some 16. Yeah, I think you had one up to 16 inches in that, and I went, my goodness, yeah. that had to be a three-pounder. 
It, it was not. It was, um, I think it was close to two pounds, or it was at, at two pounds. I, yeah. They, they <laughs> sure, they, they're big and they're thick. That was the main thing. Are they bigger over at Clear Lake right now than in Amador? Oh, yes. The, yeah. A lot of them are uh, way more bigger. You, you could say Clear Lake's average about two pounds, a pound, three quarters, two pounds, and uh a lot of them even bigger than that. But what you're catching is like pound and a half to two pounds regularly. Is the lower water over at Clear Lake making it different to fish for them this year? I mean, the spots um, are on or? No, they're, they're about the same areas. Um, but the thing is, for some reason this year, it, there seems to be a lot less for whatever reason um, of the schools. Yeah. Uh, last year, the schools were just, Huge, humongous. You find two, three, four hundred in a school, and you know, so your graph will go crazy. But this year, it's a lot less to um, to fish for, and it's a lot harder to track down. Jim, as you start moving around, do you wipe out that school? Do you spook the school? Does it move off and just disappear? Or are you able to keep track of it using SightScan? Um, I am able to keep on them uh, constantly. I mean, you, you have to because they constantly swim. You know, they don't stay in one spot, so they constantly swim. With a live scope, I can keep on it and just follow the school around wherever they go. Well, I'll tell you what, but, you but, and your you and your wife, Mon, have certainly figured exactly how to do it and have great respect for the fishery. I'd love to see you releasing all those fish. You keep what you need and you let everything else go. It's a fabulous fishery, and you're turning people on to one of my favorite things to do, and that's crappie fishing. So much action. It's a great thing to get kids involved in. And, folks, if you want great action and some great eating, crappie is a great way to go. Jim, give them the information so they can find your YouTube channel and find out more about the notorious jigs that you're using, too. Yeah, the uh, notorious custom jigs is on uh, Facebook, honey. Um, it, Jerry Yang, which makes them and sells them on Facebook. So if you just look look up uh, Notorious Custom Jigs, send him a message. Uh, he'll reply to you guys. So my channel is uh, Fishing Addict on YouTube. Okay, just do a search of Fishing Addict. You'll see my uh, mug on there. <laughs> and you'll you'll also okay. see some great crappie fishing on there. Nonstop action. It is phenomenal what they catch, folks. If you've ever thought you were a crappie fisherman or enjoyed it, watch these guys. They will shame you for not being out there catching these big monsters, too. It is a great, you guys are doing a great job showing us how to catch them, showing us where to catch them, and showing how you use your electronics. And I think it's just a, a wonderful sport getting out there, and what a family-oriented sport. I wish more and more families would get involved in that. Jim, thank you so much for joining us and sharing with our listeners today. And, folks, make sure you check out the YouTube channel, Fishing Addict. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for hooking up with us, Jim. We'll talk to you again real soon. And please give our best to Mon. All right. Thank you very much for your time, Seth. Thank you. We appreciate it. Wow. The guy knows what he's doing. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's about time for Get a Clue, isn't it? Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, are you anxious to go fishing in your favorite spot or maybe a new place you've heard about or maybe learn a new technique? You'll want to be ready when things break wide open. The best way to get solid, helpful information? Hire a guide. It's the only way to learn a lot in a short time and save hours of frustration. So, how do you find the guide? Well, ask other anglers, read the papers, visit the pros at the tackle shops, and don't forget to check out websites. You'll want to know your guide is bonded, licensed, and insured, and don't be afraid to ask for proof. He should tell you what to expect and should have equipment to provide the best fishing experience possible. Remember, he does want you to catch fish. Get a clue. Bring lunch, drinks, camera, and plans to have fun. Hey, take care of yourself, stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. 
Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, gentlemen, and I use that term lightly. How you doing? It's a damn good idea. You do use it gently, too, my friend. <laughs> How you folks doing this morning? We're doing fantastic, and I got to tell you something. I hear you got all the ammo you need for hunting season now that it's closed. Well, but yeah, now it's closed. I'm starting to get some in. We got odd six in. We got 308. We got a whole bunch of lead-free ammo, so... Come down and get it and stock it for next year. That's exactly what I was going to tell him. Don't just figure everything's fixed and fine right now, even though if you watch a lot of the stuff on the YouTube, they're telling you, oh, yeah, it's all great back here in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, well Wisconsin don't shoot non-lead. <laughs> exactly. They're not shooting what they don't like to make out here. They yeah, don't. well, they're also, uh, other states are following suit and starting to pick up the non-lead, so it's going to get tougher and tougher. Colorado's put a bill before him right now to shoot, to transfer him over to non-lead. Well, one of these days they'll perfect it, I'm sure. But in the meantime, uh, guys like us that shoot 17 calibers, 250 yards, don't have a bullet that'll go straight. But that's that's no. just another story. <laughs> that it is. And that little varmint's coming up because everybody's coming in looking for 17 ammo lately. Well, I wonder why. You ought to see my gopher holes and all the squirrel holes starting to pop up out in the pastures right now. Well, that and everybody's headed up to Altoris. The snow's coming off and the alfalfa's starting to come up and it's time to shoot them. It's, that's the big thing up there in Altoris. You know, in March every year they have a big squirrel shoot up there and it's all done by the Chamber of Commerce. Everybody that's got a ranch or a farm will welcome you out there and probably bring you hot coffee just to help them eradicate the little and they are really destructive out there. There's no they question. are. They, you know, the ground squirrels, everybody, they, they think these prairie dogs are so cute, but they burrow holes in the ground and cows break their legs and you have to put the cow down. And it's really destructive for the farmers and the ranchers. Oh, they're terrible things to have around. And some places up near Alturas, you just look and the ground is moving. There's so many of them running around at a time. I mean, you can see 100, 200 scampering around at any one time. All right, I got to go because I'm going to go through shooting. You got me worked up now. <laughs> Don't you think about driving past my house without picking me up. <laughs> and I guarantee you I have more 17 ammo than you do. Uh, I wouldn't guarantee that. We got a pallet sitting in Dublin. <laughs> well, you got me beat there. Yeah. Well, Travis, rockfish season's right around the corner. Turkey season just right around the corner. Tell me you got some heavy shot or something for turkey. I got some heavy shot in for turkey and also some steel duck loads that you can still use for turkey and that are in the store. We got all the decoys and benches and seats and camo and all that stuff you'd like for turkeys. Come on in. We've got a couple specialty shotguns for turkey. Got the short 24-inch barrel on them, shoot three-and-a-half-inch shell. We got all that in stock and ready to go. Rock cod, like you said, is coming up very shortly, and we just got a big shipment 
of jigs and some new rods came in from Phoenix, Shimano, Daiwa, also the reels from uh, from, uh, Penn and uh, Abbott and Daiwa and Shimano all just coming in. And we're getting them, and it seems like they're picking up and moving faster. Sounds like somebody unloaded a ship or two, maybe, huh? It could have. They hijacked it. Well, one way or another, you got product to sell, and that's the bottom line. Hey, another thing coming up, March 19th, the big uh, Dixon Banquet for the California Waterfowl Association that you put on every year. Yeah, I just heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice of them to know, huh? To let you yeah, know. Yeah, I was talking to Darren, and we're going to start it back up after, uh, what, a four-year hiatus? Uh, and that, and go out there and have a little fun and get bring it back, and hopefully you can build it back like it was before. Folks, this takes place March 19th. It's not that far off, just about three weeks away from now. It's cocktails at 5, dinner at 7, and I can assure you, you will have a great evening. I go there every year with Travis, and we have a great time. they got some great packages that are available, sponsor tables available. And this is all part of getting back out there and supporting the organizations that help keep our outdoors going. And California Waterfowl Association does a fantastic job of doing that. Yes, they do. And there are several other outfits out there that do the same thing, and we we help them all out. You got Gun Owners California, Rocky Mountain Elk, and Mule Deer Foundation. They're all great organizations that help support our way of life and our lifestyle we like and our hobbies. Well, you, hey, we rockfish opener coming up. You're loaded up with all the jigs and everything you're going to need for that. Yes, sir. We got them in the other day. They came in and uh, they were putting them on the shelf last night when I left the store. Well, stop by your favorite store over there folks it's all available to you in dublin and right there in vacaville at guns fishing and other stuff also remember i hinted about the flamethrowers that were going to come in right they have arrived well if you need to start a barbecue he's got the perfect device for it it'll shoot what 10 feet yeah just under 10 feet can't shoot over 10 feet in california they gotta be designed to shoot under now i know how i can start my bonfires out back on burn days that's right it's very easy pointed <laughs> touch Pull the trigger. So what day are you going to go over and buy a flamethrower? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's either that or another gun, one or the other. As as one of the guys said yesterday, that's nothing but pure testosterone. A woman would look at that and go, why do you need that? (laughs) i got to have that. Flamethrower. Just to say you got one. Same thing I say when I look at all the shoeboxes in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Also, you know, halibut's running out there in the bay, and we got everything to supply for halibut right now, too, at the store. Come on in and check that out. Travis, you got it all for him, and it sounds like the ammo and everything else is rolling right in. Stop by, folks, right down there in Dublin or right near my home in Vacaville. Take care, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us. You take care, guys. You have a great weekend. I'll see you at the store. You got it. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I'm breaking out all my notes right here on the February 22nd newsletter. I have to have this because Mr. Hurley from Western Outdoor News is our next guest, and he is actively involved in making sure that everybody understands about these meetings and the water and what's going on. And I got to tell you, and I'll tell him at the same time, good morning, Dave. 
your articles, your articles and your information is very much appreciated the way you're relaying all this to our listeners and supporters out there. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, that means a lot to me. I, it's very interesting right now. Uh, I think I think you're referring to the editorial I wrote this yes. last week about yes. the fact that, that we've got to make a decision. I mean, are we going to be the generation that sees the extinction of our salmon and steelhead? Because it's not going well, but almonds are doing just fine right now. Mm. I mean, they're doing very You know, and I know that it's, uh, it's a matter of priorities. You know, in the last 25 years, almonds have grown from something like 350 pound, million pounds to 3.1 billion pounds, and 70% of that goes overseas. So are we going to, uh, you know, it's we have to make some really tough decisions, and I think it just boils down to that. Just look at what's happened this last week. The Russian River closed down because it's 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 below low flow. Um, it's going to be another long year. The, the Department of uh, Bureau of Reclamation just sent out a, a notice this week that there's going to be shortages of water just based on the last, you know, unprecedented no rain. And uh, so there's a lot of tough decisions that we have to make. And as as anglers and outdoorsmen, we've got to be a part of those decisions uh, because, uh, you know, we have a voice. I know a lot of people are looking forward to this March 2nd salmon information meeting. Um, I don't see that as being the end all and be all. That's going to be an information meeting. And maybe the information that's going to come out is not what we want to hear. But I think people should be listening to it. But as far as having a lot of input on it, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I know that they're pushing a lot of people to listen. I think we need to be there for the Zoom presentation. That's uh, from 10 to 4 on the second, which is next Wednesday. Yes. Already. March the second already. Hang in there. Hang in there. The older you get, the faster it goes, by the way. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you. I appreciate that. One other thing I I really like that uh, fact that you did the YouTube thing with the crappie fisherman that he's, um, we, I think we got to look at some, I know we don't like regulations, but technology has really changed so many things. And uh, I know guys are out there taking 25 uh, crappie per person, 125 per person every day in places like Clear Lake. And it has put a big hit. You know, you have 50, 60 boats out there every day fishing. Uh, I don't know if the resource can take it. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, I know exactly what happens. You know, the first time you go crappie fishing like that, you go out and you load up. It's like, get my 25, get his 25, get his 25. Now we got 75 crappie on board. Now you got three hours of filleting ahead of you. And all you got to do is keep 25 once, and you'll realize that you didn't need those other 20. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that uh, one of the things we might want to look at is, is making that down to 10 crappie with a 10-inch minimum. And I, Because the electronics has changed the game. It's the same thing in sturgeon fishing, too. Absolutely. You know? Electronics have just made it been a game changer for everything, and I'm sure it's very true in the bass world. Can't uh, I imagine guys that have the electronics really have the upper hand when it comes to fishing these tournaments? Oh, they're proving that every every time you turn on the TV and watch one of these events, and, and there's nobody out there are, with a flasher. That's for oh, sure. you watch what these guys are doing with Lawrence Active Target right now, and it is it is absolutely mind blowing. And that's where we're at right now. Where we're going to be in three, four, five years? Because they're you know they're they're making the these units even better. That's what they're working on now. It's better live, and know? they're not only are they making them better live, but they're making better units, and they're finding somehow of keeping the costs under control with everything that's going on. 
Semi-control. Well, yeah, some of them are outrageous. There's no doubt about that. Semi-control, Seth. Well, they're trying. They really are. Dave, what other opportunities are out there for our listeners? New Maloney's and Don Pedro have been outstanding for trolling. Uh, You can catch all the little trout you want. If you want to practice your technique out there trolling, there's a ton of planters in there in the top 10 feet of the surface. Uh, Just roll a hoochie with a gold-plated dodger, like a 5.5 dodger, a big one, something that looks a shad pattern. Guys are loading them up. You know, they're catching all they want. Uh, They're having the opportunity to take take a young person out there and get a chance to fight smaller fish. Um, Lake Pardee is a very interesting one. They dumped another 4,000 pounds in the last couple of days. Because the water is so cold there, uh, those fish are really stunned. And the guys that are fishing the the dump trucks are are loading up. I think the fish are all staying in the marina. And there is a concern at at Pardee right now. They've sold so much water, it's down to like 81%. And I think there's only a few feet left on that launch ramp. So, if, the, if it continues to drop, the launch ramp may be out of play here in, in, in a short while. Seems like water's so, uh, turning into gold, isn't it? Oh, water is gold. There's no question about it. Comanche has been taking that water, and Comanche's raised like 10 feet in the last uh, that last couple of weeks, and uh, the, the trout bites kind of slowed down there. There's a lot of cold water coming in, and I think that's kind of put the, the – they're still dumping a lot of trout there. They put 3,600 pounds the last two weeks, so – that's another option, but the bite is not. You're going to get the big quality fish, but the bite is has slowed to some degree. Still in the top 20 feet, so I mean those are all good places to go. And since party opened, the boat traffic at Comanche's really dropped down. Well, I'll tell you what, Comanche was one of my go-to's when I was uh, first getting started at the San Pablo Reservoir, Lake Comanche, trolling for the trout. The the great fish that they had that they planted the lake with always made me feel like I knew what the heck I was doing if I caught a three or four or five pounder or larger. They're great places. The neatest thing about Pardee is it is so peaceful because it's one of those no water skiing, no fast boats, no nothing. It's a fishing lake, no swimming. It is just a great place to kick back and relax and wonderful trails all around the place. It's one of my favorite destinations. Yeah, that river arm is so beautiful. That big rock wall at the mouth there—that is—is is just it's gorgeous to be back up in there, especially when you're by yourself. If I have a minute, I'll, uh, Lake Shasta's been really good for for even though the water's low, the fish are all in the main the main uh, lake there. Lake Almanor has been outstanding for quality browns and rainbows. Eagle closes uh, on Monday before it opens up again in March. Uh, excuse me, May Memorial Day weekend, but. They've been, uh, boats been back on the water and they've been doing really well at Eagle Lake the last week or so. You hear that? Oh, it stopped. It stopped. That must have been an alarm at Dave's house. <laughs> yeah, I live in Oakland. You got to remember that. It's, it's either an alarm or it's a, uh, it's a fire, a fire engine or a police car. So, uh, you know, I'm going to step inside for a second. Yeah, or your so, car uh, alarm, one of the other. Yeah. <laughs> that's just part of the urban. That's just part of the urban atmosphere. Well, I bet you can't wait till you can go someplace and go fishing. Then, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so many places you could go around here. It's uh, it's amazing. People don't realize uh, all you have to do is drive five five minutes. I'm at the Berkeley Harbor Marina in in 15 minutes, so it's a pretty amazing place to live. Well, you you got a great location down there, Dave, and there's nothing wrong with the Oakland Hills out there, my friend. Take take my word no, for it. I used to work over in Oakland and. Uh, I was glad to get back to those hills every night. Yes, exactly. Well, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I just think that I appreciate your comments on the 
what we're doing here. We're going to keep it up at Western Outdoor News. I, I give them a lot of credit for publishing that because, you know, sometimes when you go against big ag, you take some uh, blowback. But uh, I respect that uh, they were able to do that. It uh, takes some guts to do that. Yep. And you're doing a good job of keeping people informed with your articles and your it's just Western Outdoor News is really carrying the weight for everybody in the outdoors right now. You guys are uh, staying on top of it and keeping us well-informed. And having you right here in Northern California as the Northern California editor certainly makes a huge difference in getting the word out to our people, and we appreciate it. Thanks so much, you guys. You have a wonderful day and a great show. Thank you. You got it. Let's go fishing one of these days. Take care, my friend. August 15th. (laughs) (laughs) We're crashing that, baby. You can take that to the bank. Full boat. It'll be a full boat. (laughs) All right, Dave, you have a good one. Take care. He's gonna be. He's, we're gonna have a lineup of twenty guys. I, know. I, be, we're I better get a hold. So of, much trouble. I better get a hold of James right away. We are gonna be in so much trouble with tuna. Hey, we're done. Show's over. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, it is. We, we haven't talked about bass fishing. I yet. know. We're. I'm trying to. It's that's what I meant. Show, the real show's over. It's warm and sunny, and well, I know that ended at six. But anyway, it's <laughs> you stepped into that. I just wanted to tell everybody, remind them all that turkey season opens up March twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah, it's time to start preparing, doing mm-hmm. your scattergun checking, make sure you're patterning properly, make sure you have rounds that you can Decoys, utilize. Clothing, that's right, and no yeah. white socks, blinds, and all that other fun stuff. So, so, so get ready for it if you're interested. We'll have an expert on here telling you what you should be looking for too. Yeah. Well, Mr. Brown, now's your bass opportunity. There is lots going on. So much going on. Tournaments. Uh, Who just won that everywhere. Arizona thing? But last weekend, uh, Joe Uribe Jr. Yeah, he won. Uh, he won the uh, the one bass Western Outdoor News uh, Arizona Open, and then they've got three more events left uh, this year. Except they're going to be doing the, uh, the 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 Lake Mojave Open, uh, and that's going to be a really good event. And then uh, event I'm already signed up for one I love every year, the California Open up at Clear Lake in April. Uh, I'm going to fish that, and then uh, they'll obviously do the U.S. Open uh, in October at Lake Mead. Bass hopefully. fishing is going nuts. There are huge turnouts huge, to these huge tournaments fields. right now. Yeah, I mean, some fields. of them are doubling the numbers. That and one had. of the biggest uh, events of the year next week, man. I'm going to. I'm getting on an airplane Wednesday morning. We're flying to Greenville, South Carolina, for the Bassmaster Classic. So. Yeah. Should be fun. Here's Mr. Brown. Now he can say, I've been to three classics. I've, yeah, I've been to a whole bunch of them. Work, <laughs> work to show at every one of them. But uh, he's the guy with the rag and the spray. Yeah, the rag and the spray. That's exactly I want right. to see you coming if, back with a check. If you're a pro staff member, you oh, I am, trust me. If you're a pro staff member, learn how to wipe a boat down, you know? Make points with your boat rep. You, yeah, it does, actually. So, But you know what? We're looking forward to the classic. That's going to be great coverage next week. Uh, Major League Fishing just wrapped Who all's up. in the Classic that is tight with us? Well, you know, we've got uh, a couple of representatives. No, th- those guys are all fishing the Bass Pro Tour now and, and Major League Fishing. But oh, that's uh, right. BASS has, uh, you know, some of our, if you listen to my show. Crossovers. Uh, yeah, Taylor Smith is a, a, a Federation angler, Bass Federation angler, nation angler out of uh, Spokane, Washington. I've known Taylor for years. He's a really, really good fisherman. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Matty Wong, the kid from Hawaii, is uh, is now, uh, you know, That's a hell of a commute. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, uh, he's now traveling the circuit and Maddie's making his first classic, uh, uh, appearance. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the old names are still going to be there, but I'll be at the classic outdoor show all week. So, uh, you're by yourself next week. Boy, your, uh, Rolodex is going to continue to grow. Yeah. It? It's, it's going to be, uh, 
be a crazy month. We're going to be doing that. And then we're also headed to Tulsa the end of the month for Redcrest. So, uh, which is the big championship this is the for two, Major League This fishing. is the big one and yeah, the big one. Yeah, right? the big one and the big one. And uh, a lot going on, Seth. A lot of tournaments coming up. You know, a lot of... Uh, Pringles over at Clear Lake yeah, with Pringles the best bass tournament Clear Lake today. today to kick off the northern region. That'll be a huge field. I listened uh, to uh, Ross England's report. He said it's a .5 over the Rumsey scale right now. Yeah, and that's not so that's enough. That's like, what, six inches yeah, maybe? not enough. Five inches over the Rumsey. And, and it's just not enough. But... Uh, hopefully, hope for a March miracle. That's Somebody was fell off the ramp. They one of the short ones someplace. Yeah. They used the wrong side. Lucerne. Everybody else is getting by with it, but it's be careful. Launching at Clear Lake is fine right now. It's just you know looking months down the road, what's going to happen? And it's lower than it was this time last year. Especially you crappie guys that are getting all wired to go over there and get two and a half <sighs> yeah. to three pound crappie out of that. Yeah, lake. most of the ramps are open, just not Lucerne right now. So. I'm going to have Kent examining all the fishing addicts' photos, showing me exactly on a map where he's been fishing he, crappie. Exactly. If I just watch the films, I can get you close, and, and uh, we can maybe we'll just run over there and go crappie fishing one day. So. Well, you got the boat. I, I don't right I now. I do have I'm, one of those. I'm looking forward to uh, my new Lund toy from Gone Fishing Marine. Mark Blanton told me about oh, a month ago that it'll be here that, shortly. That it's well, that's kind of the standard line. That we, no, we tell he people. was a he, he was. I know it was ordered long time ago, and it's on its way. But it's going to be an absolutely beautiful. It's called the Pro Fisherman. It's a new model from uh, actually a. Brought back up after about 20 or 30 years, they're bringing the Pro Fisherman model windshield forward. Not as much room up front for those bass fishermen. Well, more room in back. For that's why, that's bag. why Mark sells trackers and nitros and rangers down and there. And ski too. boats okay. and yeah, patio boats and need, kingfishers though. and everything else. Absolutely. Hey, I'd like to thank all of you for hanging around and putting up with us this morning. And I hope you'll join us again right here next week doing exactly the same thing. We're going to be calling around. Checking in with all of our guides and professionals from all over, making sure we've got the top guys with the hottest information coming your way. We're going to be having Brad's, that Brad's Bates will be joining us. They'll be talking. Scott's going to be joining us from them, and you will hear all about what you'll want to be using this year as the season gets rolling. Till next week, I hope you join us again right here. This is Sep. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.